Hello, wonderful podcast listening fam. That was a big introduction. Welcome back to Beyond the Likes. I'm actually just jumping on because I want to add in a little snippet before we I actually play you some recordings. So if you do follow along on the gram, you would know that I turned 36 on Sunday. Still 21 in my head, 36 uh, on my birth certificate. My knees would say at least 45, deglutage of a full-blown fossil. Um, But that's solarium usage for you. Stay out of sunbeds, kids. But I, I wanted to reflect on how I felt turning 36. Like, you know, when you're in your 20s, even like as a teenager, 36... You're like prehistoric in that in those days. Thirty six. You're like basically dressing like a librarian. You got all your shit together. You you're really mature and grown up. Um, and I can safely say I'm none of those things. I certainly don't dress like a librarian. Sometimes look like um, a bit of a high high end escort. I I threw high end in there just to make myself feel better. But I think the whole point of me even discussing my birthday is because I feel more content at 36 than I ever have my whole life. Like I still remember my 21st birthday and I was bloody glammed out to the max and I probably spent 48 hours getting ready. And I was still just riddled with insecurities, always in my head about certain things, um, still slayed on a dance floor like that. That's been something that has uh, come along the journey with me, my love for dancing. Isn't it funny? Like hindsight is such a funny thing because, you know, back when you're so young and carefree, you'd think that you would just have no worries in the world whatsoever. And yet that's when most people are filled with their most insecurities. Now as a 36-year-old, on the downward slope to 40, I just feel completely at home with who I am, what I can offer in a relationship, be it, you know, a business one, a friendship. uh, I mean, I'm only going to say marriage because I'm not having (laughs) sexual relationships with anyone else other than Ryan. I don't know. It's a bizarre feeling. I know who I am. I am completely comfortable in my own skin now. I used to hate my freckles, like absolutely hate them. I used to wear foundation all over my body. But I'm not just talking about physical appearance. I'm talking about, you know, friendships. And I would, you know, let certain people into my life who just didn't deserve to have a place in it. Put up with stuff that I didn't need to just because I wanted to appease everyone and I wanted to be so liked and I didn't want to get anyone offside. And I think now I have such a small window of free time anyway that I only want to spend it with you know, the people that are worth it and are worthy. I don't know. It just basically got me thinking. I I feel like I am in a very good headspace. Wrinkles and all, I mean, you can't Botox your knees. I have looked into it. So, you know, you've got to take the flaws. I want to say that I want to age gracefully, but let's be honest, no one needs my face looking like a ball bag. There's certain things that I'll do to tweak the aging process. But otherwise, I'm in love with who I am as a person and not in a real arrogant way. I just 
love, (laughs) I don't even want to say I love myself, but I do. I'm really happy with who I am as a person. And they say, you have to love yourself in order to be loved and to give love. Oh God, what, like, I'm not even sure where I'm going with this, but anyway, I just wanted to start off this podcast with a little bit of an insight into my second day as a 36 year old, just all over my own shit. All right. Tooting my own horn, peacocking a little bit, walking around my house. I'm not peacocking. Sorry. I'm absolutely not being a cocksucker. I'm just happy with how I turned out. You know, there was a few rough years there. I could have gone one of two ways, let me tell you. But anyway, what I wanted to share with you. So Lisa and I had gone down to Melbourne last week. So we went down for a little bit of work and then we went out for lunch. And while we were out for lunch, we were brainstorming and we were like, oh, let's um, record some of our conversation. Just let's kind of spitball some ideas and we'll just record it into voice notes so that we don't forget. We were a couple of cocktails deep, but actually it ended up being like a a pretty deep D&M and we did one at lunch and then we kind of walked back to the room and then we started doing another one. This was led predominantly by Lisa who loves a D&M. The first one only goes for a couple of minutes and then the second one, there's a big snippet. I I mean, I'm not going to share all of it with you because there's a bit of drunken ramble. Uh, and I think we repeat each other. We repeat ourselves a few times, but look, it's a bit of fun and it was pretty funny to have a listen to it back. So I think we're going to drop them into this podcast just so you can get a sense of what it's like to have lunch with us. Although if you were having lunch with us, we probably wouldn't probe you with such deep questions, but it's a bit of a lull. So enjoy. This is us having a nice, beautiful lunch down at Lucy Lou at Melbourne. We discuss our superpowers. I would love to know if you think Lisa is correct with it when it comes to mine and vice versa. And what's your superpower? I would love to hear from you guys on the Beyond the Likes podcast. Um, I think it's really interesting, to be honest. I actually had a conversation with some of my family members on Sunday all about it as well. And we kind of spoke about what we thought each of our superpowers were. And it, it, it was very interesting. I think most people are aware of what their superpower is, but there's definitely some who aren't. So have a listen, let me know what you think, and I will meet you at the end of this podcast. All right, we're going to play a game. Mm-hmm. So we're a couple of drinks in. I'm not going to get dessert. It's I basically want, breakfast time. I want de- it's three o'clock. I want dessert. There's only banana fritters or the banana um, fritters. green tea ice cream. Anyway. Okay, here's the game. Uh-huh. I want you to tell me the proudest moment that you've had, and it can't be your kid's birth. That's what I was going to say, my no, kid's no. birth. Kobe's birth was a proud moment for me. I almost died. Well, I felt like I almost died anyway. (laughs) And the fact that he came out and I still have a vagina hole and, like, I can feel Ryan's pecker going in there and stuff. You always go there. (laughs) No, but that was a proud moment. Can Can I say a birth? Bobby's birth was a pretty proud moment. Births aren't allowed. And I'll tell you why, right? Because every mother is a proud moment for bringing a human into their life. But I will say I remember Kobe's birth. Yeah. Bezel kept checking in with me, and I was like, I'm number two in line, man. (laughs) If you're hearing before me, Mm. think again. Proudest moment, not related to kids' births, something that you've done in your life 
Because we've had a few drinks and you can be raw. That's changed people or meaningful. Go. Um, uh, Oh, she's bent. Pardon me, the restaurant's empty. I would actually say my Instagram. Good answer. I would I would only say that to you though. You're allowed to say that to just me. Because I feel like in terms of my career, I've always worked underneath somebody. So I've been a producer, I've been an EA, I've been a paralegal. It's always been an assistant, a le- you know, a wingwoman to Someone somebody else. else. And somebody has been directing my movements and whatnot, whereas my Instagram was my own thing. I was the driver in my own vehicle, steering myself in whatever fucking direction I wanted to go in. And it's when I get the messages from other people... What do they say? Oh, they're so bloody li- nice. Lies? They're so bloody lice. Not the gin and tonic. No one. Um, cool people order gin and no, tonics. They don't. Yes, they do. What are you, 100? I'm 31. 34, <laughs> turning 35 in two days. You know I'm 36, right? Fuck, Fuck shit, friend. You're, you're lucky I'm 36. I'm 35. I don't want to tell people you're 36. Oh, so, so embarrassing, right? I reckon I'll get even better, like, no, not hotter, like, just better, more well-grounded and stuff uh, by 40. Oh, let's hope. I'm mean, <laughs> dancing in your undies and let's, trying to thirst trap people oh, at 38. The, I lay so many thirst traps. I'm surprised I don't no have loads. I'm surprised no. loads of men I'm the one who's getting aren't sending me DMs. Yeah, all right, by sleazy real estate agents. No, I think it's really nice because I feel like even though I don't actively try to be this, oh, follow me for a, a sense of solidarity or anything like that. I don't, I'm not trying to be anything other than just myself, but I'm, I am oversharing and I am being really raw and authentic with, you know, my feelings and what I'm going through on a daily basis. And in turn, that helps others feel less alone. on their journey and you know what for the first time ever the other day when I did that podcast about Bobby and his like poo antics I got so many messages from mums Mm -hmm. and they were doing what I used to do for them like I used to get so many I used to get mums they were making you feel better they were making me feel less alone I'm gonna get emotional now my period still hasn't come maybe I'm pregnant with the fourth Yeah, I got all emotional because they were like, you know what, I have been through the poo issues and it is so hard and, like, I had many poo breakdowns and I just want to say, like, you're doing such a fantastic job. and And so many women reached out and offered, you know, suggestions and help and... It was so nice to be on the receiving end because, you know... You would have given to people. Exactly. Loads of people will message me and I'll always take the time, you know, where I can to reply to people and offer my advice and support and metaphorical virtual shoulder to cry on for them, but also, you know, support and a bit of a pep up and whatnot. And it was nice to receive it. It made me legit emotional. Okay. That's your proudest moment. Yeah, I'm proud of my gram. Good. You should be. I am. It's worth it. And there's just so many fucking legends on there. There is. You're one of the bigger ones. (laughs) You know why? It's because you... I've said this before. You don't filter anything. No. Even when I was on the phone to you yesterday and you were like, I think I need to talk to 
a behavioural whatever. Mm. It's behavioural specialist. Yep. It's good to just when you say it and you get it off your chest and then someone goes, hang on a second, I think I need to too. And then you just don't feel Mm. alone. Do you want to touch tongues? (laughs) Never, never in a million years will you get that from me. I can't meet you at that level of putting your legs up in the air and touching tongues. I can't do that. No? I can't. I can't. Don't want to get a little, like, small amount of lesbian action with me. Never. And that's not because... You're not into me. No, no, no. You don't like blondes? No, no, no. Is it because I've got freckles? No, you pipe down, you chihuahua. (laughs) It's just because I have a level of (laughs) respect for myself. I mean... That just means that I'm going to keep a fairly polished... All I heard was that you're massively under the thumb by your partner and he would kill you. I just wouldn't do that. Same, same. Same, same, right? I just wouldn't do it. I mean... You can but just I, let your but hair down. You've had a few drinks tonight. I'm pretty uh, tonight today. But I'm I am impressed. You I'm know not, you you know it's going to hit you when you stand up. We can touch tongues. I'm not touching your, <laughs> your tongue away. Look how long it is. I know. Put it, it away. It makes up for the short amount of tongue length you have. I have a tongue tie that my parents actually never addressed. <laughs> Explains a lot in life, but it um, can still give good head jobs. Apparently, you are self-proclaimed. You, you are a level that I can never ever meet, nor do I want to. You, I think you do. I never I want to. I feel like you want to be... That level that I think right you want to be free because it's quite liberating no, to give zero fucks. No, no, no. I, no. I give zero fucks about a lot of things. You give a lot of fucks no, about no, no. a lot of things. That's a lie. No, no, no. You care way more about what everyone else thinks. That's a lie. You're a nice human being who cares about people's feelings. I care about everyone's feelings. I don't. Even the trolls. Yeah. I care about their feelings too. That's the difference between you and me. There are insignificant moments in my life on a daily basis that I give zero fucks about. Okay, sure. Like what? 90% of the interactions I have with people that aren't my people. That's a superpower I have that you don't. I need to go to the toilet. All right. Go do a wee. You in no clothes but a napkin. I like to be nude when I'm in a hotel You're not room. nude. You've got underwear on and you've wrapped yourself in a napkin. <sighs> well, only because there was somebody at the door. And we've, we're eating chippies now. Salt and vinegar. Mm-mm. I'm yeah. cheese and onion. Imagine what your breath's going to smell like after that. No one's kissing me tonight, you know especially I've, not you. <laughs> you know I've got a bad breath phobia. I've Do got you? gum. Do you? I've got gum and skittles. <laughs> so we're in the Easy Mart, right? She brings... Skittles to the counter. Not just... No, no, no. Not normal Skittles. Where are they, by the way? They're like sour... No one buys Skittles as a snack. Hang no. on a second. I got tropical. Yeah. That's the that's the worst. Okay. Just FYI, we've had a massive lunch. We've had 14 cocktails each. Yeah. Lisa's peaked far too early. She's speaking fluent gibberish. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You are. No one buys Skittles. You're a bit Skittles. of a lightweight. No, I'm a lightweight, but yeah. no one buys Skittles. As Amy a... buys Skittles. The guy behind us bought Skittles. He was like, Skittles are yum. You asked the guy behind you, do you eat Skittles as a snack? Yeah, and he said yes. Yeah, because he was staring at your boobs. No, he wasn't. He was staring at your bum. Uh, listen, uh, probably. <laughs> he probably would have pulled his car over and waited on the side of the road. Lisa got picked up on her morning walk the other day. Listen. Own it, babe. You still got it. Two kids later. I don't still have it. This Ooh. dude. This dude. Anyway, we're not going there. And Amy's booked 
two king singles. So it's like we're, we're in we're in child's child's beds. So you don't want to tongue me, but you want to sleep in the same bed as me. No, I just think that we're in you a want kids, to tongue me. We're in a kids' room. No, we're not. We're in two king singles. You my, might throw a leg over at night. My three-year-old sleeps in a queen bed. Okay. Don't get the chip off the floor. It's on my leg. <laughs> Equally as dirty. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I've got a question for you. Hit me. This is a, this is a deepie. Do you like this champagne? What are we drinking? Oh, Hang on. We are drinking. It says Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, which confuses me because Pinot Noir is red. Azhara. And then it's bubbly. So it's like a combination of everything. It's beautiful. But I feel like if we stop drinking, you'll crash. 100% I will. Do you need to have a nap? Probably. Okay. I'm trying to keep up to Amy's levels. Probably impossible. Here's my hard question for Hit you. Me. Okay. Hit me. I have this theory that everybody has a superpower. A superpower. A superpower. And I want to know what yours is. Don't answer straight away. It's not eating chips. It's not <laughs> any of those things. I want to know what your superpower is. And then I'm going to tell you what I think yours is. I think I'm pretty majestic on the dance floor. That's not a superpower. And I think it's not people, majestic either. I think people see me having a good time on the dance floor Laugh and just at you. being totally liberated yeah. and not giving a single fuck. And they want they want to get up and dance as well, right? No, no, no. I, I appreciate are, that's not a super talent though. That's just something you do. Okay. I want you to go deeper. I'm touching her Deep. chest deeper. Uh huh. You wearing a necklace? I like it. Do you like it? I do. I'm, I've, I'm, I've told you to wear a necklace. I'm a necklace girl now. Listen, I'm not a pearl necklace girl like you. Okay, we'll but see. But I, I don't mind. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> oh my god! I just want to tell you, to Melbourne, there's no hair tie on her wrist. <laughs> Thank God. She's not in Havianas because I wouldn't have been seen with her. <laughs> okay, superpower. Dig deeper. Let's okay. go. My superpower. I would say. I'm quite self-deprecating, so I like to take the piss out of myself a lot, which I think makes people laugh. And I would say that I'm quite inclusive, so I'm friendly to everybody. You are. I would never outwardly be nasty, and if Joe Blow from the street came and wanted to say hello, I would always be very warm towards them. I'll come in to vouch for you for that. When mm. you first started your mum's group, mm-hmm. I'm using inverted commas. I know, but no one can see us, No right? one can see it. Thank God, because you're oh. in underwear. <laughs> but I've got y- a napkin on. You have no... It doesn't matter where you're from, who you are, what your name is, what you dress like. You treat everybody equally. Yeah. But you go one step further than equally. You make them feel like they're part of your tribe. Yeah, they all are. Like, I love everyone. Yeah, yeah, I don't. And so that that is a superpower. Yeah. And I wish I had more time to be more available to more people, but obviously I can't. But I would, the people that I do come across, I would, I, I go above and beyond to make them feel. Mm. And I listen. I'm a big, I'm a really good listener. You are a good I'm listener. I'm a good listener. Have you yeah. noticed that? No, no, you are. Because if I start, you'll stop. And you'll listen to what I have to say. Which and makes... I'll also ask questions about you. You do. I want to know about your life and where you're at and how you're feeling and how you're going. And I genuinely take an interest in what's going on in your life. And that's not forced or no. fake. Uh-uh. Which is pretty rare. What? Okay, what, what's your superpower? I already know what mine is. What is it? I feel like mine is... Critiquing everybody's appearance and... 
No, I don't. No, take that back. When I critique people's appearance, it's not. You got their best interests at heart. I do. Yeah, it's only ever on 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 aesthetic things that you could easily change, like Mm. wearing Havianas out Mm. at night. I love Havianas. Yeah, sponsor her. (laughs) I think my superpower is. She's tipping out these tropical... Don't put any tropical Skittles in Try front of some. me. I don't, Blue is pineapple passion fruit. I don't want any of them. Mm-hmm. Unless one of them's flavoured Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu and Go Zero. No, strawberry and starfruit. I'm just okay, going to try them. Okay. My superpower is... I know what it is. All right. I feel like you are an, a, a silent observer... Yes. ...from afar... Yes. ...to begin with, right? Agree. That may be a little bit creepy to some, but I feel like your intentions are always quite pure. Yes. And I feel like you can hone in on somebody's potential. Mm-hmm. You have this knack of being able to bring out the best in the person and fill them with, you know, the confidence that sometimes they might be lacking mm-hmm. or helping them to bring that best potential stuff forward. Yes. Right? That's what I do. I feel like that's... That's what I that's do. That's your thing. To be honest, though, with you and me, mm-hmm. if we talk on a work sense, mm-hmm. right, you already knew what your potential was and what you could do. Mm-hmm. I just helped it... Um, you helped elevate it slightly and mm-hmm. made it a bigger thing than what it was. I'm like I, your hype girl. You're a hype girl. But yeah, yeah. if you do something wrong, I'll be like, that's shit. Yeah. Stop. And you're brutally honest, which yes. a lot of people... If they don't know you, would probably yeah, for sure. would find it offensive, right? Yeah, yeah. It's coming from a good place. You can just be quite blunt in your delivery. Anybody who's in my circle, mm. my circle's not that big, mm. you will get all of me. Mm. All of me in the sense that I'm invested in you. Yeah. I want you to do well. You want to tongue me? I definitely don't. And I will do anything to make you achieve your best potential. Yeah, you're, a, you're like the best cheerleader. I sure am. I only want to elevate people. Yeah. And if you're already elevated, I just want to know how you got there. Mm. What did you do to get there? What can we do to make that further? Yeah. Everybody has a little talent. Mm-hmm. And the quicker you find out what yours is, yeah. the quicker you can find your own path. Yeah, yeah. Look at all these games we're playing. First mm. at the restaurant, now here. Can you try those Skittles? They're fucking oh. delicious. Wait, the green is kiwi and lime. What did you just have? Yeah, the kiwi, kiwi and lime. lime. Delicious. I would never, ever buy Skittles. Do you not like lollies, though? No. Okay, just try these. Banana and berry. No. Yuck. Mango and tangelo. And then the blue is pineapple and passion fruit. Okay. All right? I'm, I'm going to hit you with another question. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, your tongue's blue from those <laughs> stupid Skittles. That's why I don't eat them. Because you okay. look like a kid. Mm. <laughs> okay, go. All right. I'm going to deliver to you mm. your best quality uh-huh. and then something you could work on. Uh-huh. I've played this game a fair few times with close girlfriends of mine. It's usually ended in tears, I'm <laughs> not going to lie, in a good way. Okay. I'm going to tell you your best trait, mm-hmm. which is kind of going to cover on what we just talked about, but yep. a bit different. Yeah. And then secondly, what you could do better, which and is going to be a hard one. And then I'm going to do the same for you. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Best trait. Uh-huh. Best trait. Mm-hmm. You have this way of making people feel like they are part of your crew, mm-hmm. even if you've just met them. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes people love you. And, you know, all of your gram would feel like they're a part of your crew almost because you have zero judgment, all of the things, right? Yep. 
Um, so your best trait is making people feel like they're part of your crew, they're part, they're accepted by you, mm-hmm. and no matter what walk of life, what they've been through, you can relate to it. Yep. That's your best trait. Mm-hmm. What you could work on a bit more, mm-hmm. I mean, is the burping <laughs> to start with. I think that your what you could work on mm-hmm. is, even though you know all of this about yourself, when we first started working together a bit more, I'm mm. using the inverted commas, mm-hmm. right, is maybe really understanding that power and the value of it. Not mm. just financially, mm-hmm. but just your value that that's a very, very rare trait and that you could understand that a little bit more. Um, and understand it how? What do you mean? Like, just understand that your presence and then what you say to people in a very short time, like even just a story, Bobby's pooed his pants and you're not in this alone. Yeah. You're just putting an off-the-cuff comment out there and not realising that a mother's receiving that and going, yep, yeah, I feel normal because you've done it. Well, how do I work on that better? No, I just feel like understanding that that is a very rare gift. Yeah, but isn't this the part that I the, isn't this the bit that I can work on more? Yeah, you could also work on admitting when you're wrong. <laughs> Wait a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not very good at that because I'm not very often wrong. Sometimes you are, and mm. you're Ryan and my and myself <laughs> have teamed up. You trade words, and you both feel like I'm too harsh and I can't admit when I'm wrong. Blah blah blah. You never admit when you're wrong. I, no, you I have, actually do. You have once admitted when you're wrong with me once. Yeah, I'm very stubborn. You're, yeah, Yeah. which is odd for your superpower to be stubborn. Yeah, but when I am wrong, I'm very like, I'll fall on my sword. Hey, I really... Sometimes. Yeah, but when when I feel like I've done the wrong thing or I'm in the wrong, I will 100% fall on my sword, apologise... So to me, that shows that there isn't that there is an. Un- Does this sound like stubbornness to anyone <laughs> that's listening? No, I just probably in my own head don't feel like I'm wrong that often. Point taken, <laughs> right? But when I am wrong, I apologise. Mm-hmm. I move mountains to make amends. <laughs> okay, the point of the game was to take something really good from what Ooh. I've said and then take something away that you could work on. I'm going to give you a harder fact, right? I've been skirting around the edges. Cool. Give it to me deep. Deep. Raw. I need you to trust me a little bit more on this journey. Yes. And know that when I'm putting you and your value at something, you need to back me. Yeah. That is that is not me not having faith in you. No, that's you not having faith in yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I said. Your super. That's that's what I said. You need to work on is understanding the value that you have on your community mm. and the va- and and what that equates to in actual value. Do you get me? Yes. In money. No. Not just money, but understanding who you are, what your value is, and what you bring to the table. Mm, but I'm not just Amy. I know, but you're more than just Amy now. I'm a- well, I'm Amy Gerard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I understand. I feel like that comes... Come- no, that comes from having a team behind you mm. that know, know your value, know what you're worth, and know what you can bring to the table, not yeah. just financially, yeah. but in anything that you do, knowing what you can add to people's lives. You know on a one-to-one, if a DM comes in, oh, thank you so much, you got me through the day. But me 
maximizing that and going, hey, I want to take this from one to one to one to thousands. Mm. Do you get me? Yep. Okay. I understand you. I do trust you. That's why you're my co-manager now. Yeah, well, you kind of trust me. You only just trust me. You're talking about, no. It's taken a, a year for you to trust mm. me and go, hey, guess what? We're... This is this is a little journey we can ride together. But but at the end of the day, we're on it now, aren't we? Mm. So, good thing and something I could work on. I already know what they are. <laughs> what are they? No, I want to know what you think they are. No, I I want you to tell me. I feel like your superpower is believing in others more than they believe in themselves. Yep. And because you're so passionate about people winning. Mm-hmm. It almost helps me to see it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a that's a huge thing because you're like a life coach without being a life coach. Everyone right? has said that to me. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Anyway, I feel like you know what people's lanes are, mm-hmm. and you can steer their head without forcing them. You steer their neck, but you let them slowly get there on their own. Mm-hmm. But you're just you're like me in my marriage, right? So I'll slowly turn Ryan's head for head for things but then I let him think that he's made his own decision okay what I could work on I noticed only because I'm quite sensitive I think that you could work on sometimes your delivery agree (laughs) I already I already know because you're very sarcastic but you're also very blunt and you've got quite high expectations of people and it for for a good reason but sometimes your delivery on certain things can come across a little bit opinionated Mm. And See how I'm just listening? <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. I think that some people, if they don't know you well enough, might be offended with how you deliver it. Yes. Even though you're delivering it, you're, in your head, you're like, oh, I'm doing you a favour, babe. Oh, totally. I, I'm doing you a favour, but your, totally. your delivery could just is a bit aggressive sometimes and I think there's certain people out there that might take it the wrong way yep that's fair that's that's your something that you can work on yeah so I I can give quite sound advice to my girlfriends but I'm also very empathetic so I will make sure that I you know try not to hurt their feelings or if I need to give some sort of delivery that is quite harsh I will still some I'll still find a way to deliver it softly I do do. Ryan oh my god I've had girlfriends who have asked his advice on stuff and he just gives it to them so straight and so like blunt and like a part of like my butthole tenses up because I'm wow. like, wow, that's really direct. And yeah, you know what? It's the truth, but it's it's just about the way he delivers it that it's just so fucking blunt. And I think a lot of men appreciate that approach. Yep. You're very much like Ryan, like you just give it straight. Mm. This is the arrogance in me. If I've delivered something and you've taken offense to it, then I've I've misunderstood where we're at in our circle yes. chain. Yeah. Like I came to your house the other night. We were filming some content. Yep. And I was like, you you need to, your eyebrows are dark. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyebrows, go and scrub your face. Your face is bright orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When I did this with Jenna and Carly, it actually got a little bit deeper and there were lots of tears at the table. Oh. So, so we haven't gone there. Do you want me to cry? I actually can't cry. I can only cry at on movies. And, and Hallmark, Hallmark ads. Hallmark and ads and... Like when I get really beautiful messages on the gram. But crying at like actual people in your life. No, because I didn't cry at my wedding. Don't cry at like the births of my children because they're more exciting. And this to me is like a nice conversation. I don't know. Should I be crying? No. Why aren't you crying? 
Well, you haven't said anything that's going to make me cry. Who cried when you had a chat? We all had a little cry, actually. Did you have a cry? Yeah, I did. Okay, well, why aren't you crying? Because you didn't say anything to make me cry. Did I deliver good feedback, though? No, it's nothing I didn't know. That's, yeah. what, that's what both... Maybe that's why you haven't cried. Both, yeah, both... Maybe bitch slap you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will glass you. You want me to glass you? Might shed a tear. So, yeah, listen... Uh, our night didn't really progress from those little snippets. We kind of went hard at lunch and then we crashed and burned by about 5 p.m. And then we had a nana nap. And then dinner was, you know, you just don't recover from a nana nap and you just, you could almost push through. That's kind of what happened to us. But we slummed it out to dinner. We were just so tired. It was freezing cold. Lisa had to change into flats and um, we called it a night pretty early, which you know what? It was a nice change for me. I'm zero to a hundred real quick normally. And it made for a nice change. I woke up feeling fresher than your average Joe. So that was a little insight into what apparently I can work on. But like what I said in the first snippet, the proudest thing for me, take away my children and all of that jazz, it really is my gram and the little community of women. Like I just, I can't put into words how nice it is to know that if I have any issues or troubles or woes or anything, there's a community of women in abundance out there at the ready, willing to help me. They're like my biggest cheerleaders, total strangers. And they're so supportive and they're so, so warm and just the bloody legends. I feel really proud that they're amongst my followers, the community. And I feel like it's a, it's very much a two-way street. Obviously there's only one of me and there's lots of you guys. Um, so I try and do what I can in terms of replying, but I just, I do, I think it's a really nice online community of women. We all have each other's backs and it's just a really proud moment for me to know that I've kind of rounded them all up and they're part of my whole journey on Instagram and now the podcast and stuff. And I'm just so appreciative of you all. (sighs) Even this like wrap up of the podcast is all emotional. So that is it for today. I I would love to take you on a proper night out. Oh no, because I'd probably be speaking German by the end or some form of gibberish. So maybe better not. I'd love for everyone to come out with me. But anyway, maybe I can try and create something. I don't know, win a big night out with Amy. I'm just spitballing here. All right, I love you and leave you. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Bloody love you. Bye for now.